Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. I wanted to come in here and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Felicia Rashad backlash that she's experienced after making um, her remarks, her public remarks about the Bill Cosby case being overturned. Uh, in case you didn't know, Felicia Rashad went on Twitter and was pretty vocal about the fact that she felt that justice had been served by Bill Cosby's release. Well, remember, I told you all that when Felicia Rashad spoke up, uh, I said, I'm really curious to see how Howard University responds. Um, I'm really curious. I mean, this is where lines being drawn in the sand and it's hard to sort of coonsplain your way out of anything. You can't straddle the fence. You can't go back and forth on this. This is a dividing line. And I just read that Howard University, they failed the test. Uh, they failed the, what I call the B1 test. Um, basically, Howard University has pretty much disavowed uh, the entire statement by Felicia Rashad. Uh, I'm going to read exactly what they said. Uh, give me a yes or no right now. I'm I'm in I'm on my honeymoon, but you guys know I got to talk to you every day, no matter where I am. And uh, the Wi-Fi here kind of sucks. So let me know if you can hear me okay. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me. And hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button because Lord knows if we need alternative media, if we need black media, we need it now more than ever. When I talk about black media, I'm not talking about things like the Black News Network or whatever Mark Lamont Hill's on. I'm talking about real black media where you're going to hear all the perspectives from black people. Because I'm going to tell you, I did a survey today on my um, Twitter. My Twitter is The Real Boyce Watkins. And the overwhelming majority of you feel that Bill Cosby uh, was unjustly incarcerated. So, uh, you know, one of the things about propaganda is that the rule of propaganda is that you want people who have a dissenting point of view to believe that they are alone and isolated. You want them to believe that they're the only ones who think that way. Judge Joe Brown broke that down for you. So a lot of people use propaganda control to control the minds of black people. They make you think that you're crazy because you saw the injustice that happened when Cosby was incarcerated without due process. They want you to think you're crazy because you're wondering what's really going on with this, with this crazy place in Hollywood where you have people constantly offering powerful men sexual favors in exchange for money or, or drugs or whatever they're trying to get, and that it's not as simple as they want to make it out to be. Uh, they want to think you're crazy when you're, when you're asking the legitimate questions, when you're asking as many questions of the accuser as you're asking of the accused. Right. They think you're crazy when you're referencing the hundreds of years of documented plain sight history of black men being falsely accused. So uh, the reason that black media exists, I'm talking about B1 media, like the, the platform we have, is so that you can have your voice heard. Not that you have to agree. Not that we agree with you all the time. Sometimes y'all might disagree with me and things I say. That's OK. But I want your voice to be heard because a lot of these people, including Howard University, are controlled by a bigger system. Uh, so let me read to you what Felicia, what, what happened here, according to CNBC. And also I'm going to read, um, I'm going to read uh, or, or give you a little bit more of an interpretation based on my personal history and experience with Howard University. I don't hate Howard University, but I did, wasn't surprised. I mean, if you go to Howard and you see the big mural of Abraham Lincoln, where they're celebrating Abraham Lincoln for allegedly freeing the slaves, despite all the evidence that says, says that Lincoln didn't give a damn about black people. <laughs> that right there kind of tells you that they still have some evolving to do 
when it comes to understanding what it really means to advocate for the black community. But maybe they can't do that. Maybe they don't have the resources to be truly free. But we do. We do. We don't get money from the government. We don't get money from corporations. So we're going to tell you what it is and we're going to break it down for you. So Howard University disavows sympathetic tweet on Bill Cosby by Dean Felicia Rashad after outrage. Uh, According to CNBC, they said Howard University disavowed the tweet. Um, uh, They said in a statement that Rashad's initial tweet about Cosby, quote, lacked sensitivity towards survivors of sexual assault, end quote. Rashad's Twitter post came shortly after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned Cosby's conviction for indecent assault of a then Temple University employee, Andrea Constand. Now, let me tell you why this is, you know, this is not justice being played out. Um, what this is, is this is uh, this is lynch mob sort of conditional justice, right? This is this is conditional truth, right? That meaning that justice is served in their in their mind when the black man goes to prison and the white women get what they want, right? In that case, justice is served. But when the, that same Supreme Court, the court that they validate, the, the court that is in their system says, no, justice actually wasn't served. And that's why this man should be free. Well, they don't want to hear that. Do you follow what I'm saying? It's one of those people that says, yeah, I, I love, I love, I love what you say when you agree with me, but when you disagree with me, then that means you're crazy. That means you're stupid. That means you're ridiculous. And, uh, and, and we know this, right? We understand that lynch mob bandwagon sort of ideology because I see it here all the time. I, 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 I block people from my platform. If you're one of those fly by night people where you can only hear what I have to say when I'm confirming your pre-existing belief system, then I don't really want to talk to you because you're not open-minded. That means you love me when I'm saying what you want to hear. But the minute I say something you disagree with, then we ain't family no more. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, like that cousin that's, that's been ride or die for you. You love your cousin to death, but then you find out your cousin voted for Donald Trump. Well, now nah, we can't be family no more. I can't talk to you no more. Why? Why? Why would you somehow leverage your relationship on this false idea that you have the right to tell people what to think? Now, how does this relate to Felicia Rashad? Well, here's the deal. Give me a yes or no. How many of y'all love the hell out of Felicia Rashad? Give me a yes. How many of y'all love this lady? I mean, just think that she represents the best of the best in terms of what black women can be when they are just on this shit like felicia rashad is just i mean i don't know about y'all but i grew up looking at felicia and saying damn i would love to marry a woman like that i'm talking about sexy classy intelligent she could shut you down without uttering a single cuss word without getting out of pocket like still have her hair completely in check and everything and just kind of give you an eye uh, just roll her eyes in a certain way and make a certain point real smooth, real clear, and, and literally insult you without you even know you got insulted. Like, she was that slick. She was that sharp. And, and, and here's the thing about Felicia that I really love is I don't think that Claire Huxtable was, was, was disconnected from who Felicia is in real life. I really don't believe that. Just from what I know, I know people that know Felicia. I never met her. But I know people that know her. And it, you know what it reminds me of? It's like when Tupac was in Juice. And Tupac gave this extraordinary performance in Juice. It was because he was kind of really playing himself, right? You know, he was kind of being who he actually is was in real life, right? So uh, with Felicia, 
Um, that Claire Huxtable character, in my view, the classiness of the Claire Huxtable, that intelligence, that poise, that that almost queen-like ability uh, to carry herself in a way that just made you respect her. Even if she, even when she insulted you, you still respected her. When she told Cockroach that, that he was out of line, Cockroach was like, yes, ma'am, right? Like that type of power is something that a lot of women don't learn and you don't see that as much anymore. So that's why she was admired by men and by women, right? And, and so, so, so the thing with that is, first of all, I'll say, you know, I told you I'm, I'm good friends with Daryl Bell. Daryl Bell played uh, Ron on Different World. Daryl and I are very good friends. We've been friends for a long time. A lot of people don't know this. He's been in a long-term relationship with um, uh, with with the, the the person who played Vanessa on um, uh, Tempest Bledsoe, uh, who played Vanessa on The Cosby Show. And one thing I remember Tempest saying, and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this because it wasn't private information. I, I love them both to death. They're wonderful people. Uh, but one thing that she said was that uh, she mentioned uh, mentorship that Felicia would give them about the, the power of a woman. Right. You know, the, and, and, and I got this sense that that Felicia was the kind of person who could explain to young women, look, to have power, you ain't got to act like a man. You know, to have power, you don't have to be out of pocket and ridiculous you know to have power as a woman you don't have to yell and scream and act a damn fool she said just be a queen like just carry yourself like a queen she said because if you look at the chessboard the king is the guy that looks like the strongest one and appears to have all the power but the king can't move without the queen's permission the queen kind of controls the whole chessboard. Now I'm not a chess player, but but that's what I gathered. The queen is 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 the if not one of the most powerful pieces on the board. So so Felicia Rashad is loved, and I'm getting back to Howard University in a second. Felicia Rashad is loved because she always carried herself like a queen. You know, like she was she was a queen long before we we saw people like Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama and her her queen-like status is is really a repu sort of an imitation to me a, a bad imitation of what claire what claire and felicia again we know claire was fictional but felicia was real but i think they're connected that was the original queen for many of us growing up that's why howard loves her that's why everyone loves her that's why she should be the dean of fine arts at howard university now here's the deal so what i would say to howard university is this i would say either you love her or you don't you know, and, and if you love her, then that means, in my view, that you should give her the right to express her point of view, even if you don't agree. Um, loving her would mean, in my view, that despite the fact that we know that you got the big money donors who are going to encourage you and pressure you into this bandwagon uh, lynch mob justice or, 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 or pseudo justice, that you're pursuing right now, this lynch mob pseudo justice that says that because most white liberals are mad right now, again, these are your so-called allies, right? With no sensitivity whatsoever to the idea that a black man could be falsely accused, that, that, that even though you are inclined and you are pressured to go along with lynch mob justice, you could simply back away and say, you know what? Um, we don't all agree with everything that Felicia had to say, but we love her and we're glad that she's part of our Howard University family. I think that's okay. I don't even think you have to go and say that you're co-signing on what she's saying because you got a you got a bunch of faculty who are going to have a lot of different opinions and and and, and intellectual freedom is supposed to mean again. Remember, I'm from academia. I was on the faculty of Syracuse University for 13 years. Intellectual freedom is supposed to mean that even if we disagree, 
you have a right to express yourself in whatever way you see fit. So why in the world, again, because you've got this pressure for this vigilante lynch mob pseudo justice, why in the world are you going out of your way to condemn Felicia Rashad for what she said? Um, who said it was your job to go after the black man, when you got a million white people out here doing horrible things to black people and other people, you got a, you got a million of them. You go to Hollywood, there's no shortage of people engaging in all forms of sexual deviance. It's all over Hollywood. I mean, my Lord, Hollywood's a sick place. But yet for some reason, pay attention now, this is, this is brainwashing taking place right now. This is the effect of brainwashing. For some reason, you have black people who feel like it is my job to go after the Negro Hard, as hard as anybody else, because I want to prove to my master that I am the, the most loyal servant that there is so that when they're writing big checks, they'll give a check to us because we've shown how loyal we are to upholding whatever worldview they happen to have. I don't know if it's your job to do that. You know, like a lot of people, a lot of a lot of feminists were getting on Camille Cosby. They were like, well, why won't you condemn your husband? You should be you should divorce him. You should say this and you should say that. And and I, I'm kind of I can I'm empathetic to this idea that she says, you know, it's not my job. My job as his wife is to be his wife and to stand by him and to support him. My, my job is not to convict him. That's the job of other people. And, and so so I don't think it's my job as a black man to go out of my way to chase down Bill Cosby when there are a million other people in the world doing, doing horrible, horrible things, right? I, you know, it, it's not also not my job to tell you what to think. And I think you really have to question those black people who have, who again, won't speak out on, on a whole lot of stuff, but yet when a black person's accused of something and lynch mob justice is in full effect, they go out of their way to prove that they believe in justice and fairness they go out of their way to make sure that that black man gets in trouble. That's meritorious manumission. Hashim X wrote it in the chat. And I agree with you, Hashim. It's in Dr. Claude Anderson's books. Y'all don't know this, but if you go back 300 years, uh, the reason that you see this behavior is because 300, two, 300 years ago, black people were rewarded through a process called meritorious manumission for, uh, for, for basically squealing on other slaves, for, for pointing the finger at who the master was trying to get. So basically, that's what you're getting. <laughs> and so I'm not here. Notice, pay attention now. I'm not telling you to agree with Felicia Rashad. She's been pretty firm. I think five, what was it, six years ago, Felicia said that she felt that this was orchestrated. Uh, Felicia, uh, who's been in Hollywood for a long time, uh, basically felt that some people were up to some shenanigans. Uh, if I were to hear something like that and it didn't make sense, I would probably ask her, what have you seen in Hollywood, Felicia Rashad, a respected actress who's been uh, in this game since before most of y'all, many of y'all, she was in the game before many of y'all's parents were born, right? So I would ask her, what have you seen in this game that makes you think that there, there could be some shenanigans happening right now? Um, I would like to hear those stories because I know people, I know a lot of people in Hollywood. And let me tell you, Hollywood is a weird place. Hollywood has no shortage of really desperate people that will connive and scheme and squeal in order to get what they want. Hollywood is a place where um, sexual favors are often offered in exchange for a come up. Like there, there's no shortage of people in Hollywood that will do anything to get fame, money, or drugs. 
And so with all that sickness going on, and when, when you hear about a story, you hear about, you know, one person who's part of the crazy Hollywood culture saying this crazy thing happened to me. Um, you know, what it reminds me of, it makes me think about when I watched the movie Snowfall or the show, it's a TV show, John Singleton's uh, joint. And, and it's like, it's like when one drug dealer robs another drug dealer and the drug dealer says, oh my God, I was a victim. He robbed me. Right. There's this part of you that says, yeah, but y'all both drug dealers. Y'all both signed up for the same game. So, so, you know, the reason you mad that he robbed you is because you couldn't rob him first. Right. Or the reason you mad is because you didn't get what you thought you was going to get out of the deal. And uh, and I and I remember watching a video of a lady who, who was in Hollywood, who was a, a, a desperate young actress trying to get an opportunity. And she said that she offered a man. Uh, I'm not, uh, this is a true story. She said she said it on YouTube, which which is really surprising to me. She said that she um, she was looking for a sugar daddy because she needed somebody to buy her a laptop. So she found an old man who uh, who liked young, pretty girls and basically agreed to sleep with him so she could get a new laptop. And so and she was pissed. And you're like, well, that's kind of strange. Like most people wouldn't offer sex for a laptop. But she was upset because she didn't get the laptop. Right. And, and, and so so, you know, so sometimes things happen where people are upset because they offered something physical in exchange for a laptop and they never got the laptop. You know, and, and so so I'm not sitting here saying that that it describes or encompasses the entirety of all the accusations against Cosby. I'm not saying that at all because I don't know all the specifics of every single situation. But I think the fact that there was not enough scrutiny done to determine who did what and when or to sort through all of these situations, that right there is your problem. That's where the miscarriage of justice has occurred. The miscarriage of justice occurs from the fact that you have uh, somebody coming in saying that man took something from me and you're not realizing that sometimes you're dealing with a drug dealer who came in to tell you he got robbed by another drug dealer and you're assuming that one of them is innocent and the other one is guilty when it's usually much more complicated than that. Like, like nobody asked that question. Like when that, that story with the whole lady with the Playboy Mansion or whatever, and she was allegedly, I don't know if y'all know that story about the, uh, allegedly Cosby slept with the 15-year-old the in the Playboy Mansion. And, and somebody made a comment on Twitter that I thought was interesting. He said, nobody really asked, well, well, who's, why was a 15-year-old at the Playboy Mansion anyway? I don't know. Some of y'all got 15-year-olds. Some of y'all got uh, teenager, uh, teenagers in the house. How many of you would, would even, would, would, how many of y'all would, would it even make sense? that your child was at the Playboy Mansion. Like that, that's, you know, that, so that's the question us parents are asking is like, what the hell is going on that's creating these scenarios where people are in hotel rooms and all these crazy things are happening because a lot of y'all wouldn't even go into somebody's hotel room if you know that they're attracted to you and they might expect something else, right? So, so I'm not blaming anybody one way or the other, right? They, when you talk like that, they call that victim blaming or whatever. No, that's not victim blaming. That's simply asking questions. That's simply trying to understand it. And the and the the thing I like about women like Felicia Rashad is that they are realists. You know, like I married my version of a Felicia Rashad. Now, don't get me wrong. My woman's number one, no matter what. Like that's, you know, so sorry, Felicia. I love you to death. But but I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how you would compare to my woman. But but my wife, the reason that I uh, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why I think she's amazing is because. She's one of those black women who has this thing called common sense. She's a person that 
uh, probably similar to Felicia, because I think Felicia cleared up her comments a little bit later. Similar to Felicia, um, my wife, who uh, is a therapist who has worked with many victims of all different kinds of crimes, is the first person to tell you that, you know, that sexual, that, that assault like this is wrong, that, you know, that, that, that victims deserve to be heard and that, you know, you need to go prosecute to the full extent of the law. But she's also an old school black woman in the sense that she understands what the black man has gone through when it comes to false accusations. She's also the one who would say things that a feminist, that the extreme feminist might not agree with, which is that, look, if a man makes a proposal to you, if he says, I like you, I want to get into bed with you, you might just walk away or you say, no, thank you. Or he touches you inappropriately. She would, uh, my wife would probably slap him in the face. She wouldn't say, go give him, you know, 50 years in prison. She would say, don't you touch me again. I'm going to kick you in your ass. Right now, again, I'm not trying to tell women, Lord knows I wouldn't tell anybody how to handle situations like that. But I think that the extremism that we're seeing in society with the racial undertone, because you know they come after the black men first, um, that extremism is where uh, I draw the line in, in sort of observing, like, who's, who's trying to ride the bandwagon all the way to the finish line and who's getting off the bus? I think that if you really want to pursue real justice on these situations, you have to decide when you're going to get off the bus, because Lord knows some of this stuff is crazy. That's just my two cents. I, that's my, my sense. Now, give me, give, give me a yes or no if you can hear me. Uh, somebody said it's buffering. Uh, Dot Mechanic said the word buffering. Am I buffering? If I'm buffering, that means I need to be quiet anyway. And that probably means that they might be buffering me because maybe they don't want me talking about this. But let me know if you can hear me or not hear me okay. Um, give me a yes or no. And uh, also, uh, hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram's the real boys Watkins. All right, guys. So I'm going to go ahead and end this. Um, I will say that uh, Felicia Rashad is uh, my hero for the way she's responding to this. Uh, Camille Cosby is is also my hero. Um, and those women didn't do anything wrong. And I think that anybody who attacks these women for simply having their own opinion is a predator themselves. You, you better step back before the real men step up and put you in your place. Um, the reality is that uh, these are the women that we need to protect, guys. Like women, I'm telling you, like, uh, excuse me, for all the guys out here, I just want you to understand that these are the black women who raised and protected your little black ass when the whole world was trying to come get you. And these are the women that we must honor and uphold and give the utmost respect to because without them, we not only would we not be here, but our community would be in absolute shambles. You know, so um, so these are not the women that, that 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 you go after. These are the women that should be allowed to say what they want to say and get the respect that they deserve because they've carried themselves with dignity uh, throughout all of this. I, I don't even put I, I wouldn't even put Cosby in this category. I'm, I'm mad at Cosby for a lot of reasons, um, you know, but, but I don't think he should have been in jail. But don't sit here and think I'm going to co-sign on everything this man has done, because that would be silly, too. But I think that those women, those those Camille Cosby's in the world, you know, that's your grandmother. That's your that's your mama. That's that's the kind of woman you want to marry. You want to marry a solid woman, you know, who's not going to just bail on you because lynch mob bandwagon justice has led people to try to label you in a way that would be inaccurate or inappropriate. So anyway, guys, I got to go. 
please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. And uh, also that's my Instagram up there at the top of the page. So feel free to follow me on Instagram. And uh, my Twitter is also Dr. Boyce Watkins one if you want to follow me on Twitter. So uh, take care, guys. Have a good day. I'll keep you posted. There's going to be a lot of developments on this Bill Cosby stuff. And uh, y'all know me. I, I feel like I have to stay on it because um, who else is going to really have these honest conversations other than black people like me on the Internet? Um, you know, and I, and I like to think we can have an intelligent conversation that's fair and balanced as opposed to the idiotic extremism that you're going to see in mainstream media. So take care, guys. Have a good day. And uh, and also, I should say this too, um, Andrew Wyatt, Cosby's representative, I reached out to him. I have his phone number. I reached out to him and invited Mr. Cosby to come on the platform at his convenience if he wants to come on. Or even Andrew, if Andrew wants to come in, that's cool too. And uh, Andrew said he would hit us back. So let's hope that they that he, that, he, that Mr. Cosby comes through, uh, because I can tell you in this space, this is what this is going to be his base. This is going to be his home base. The B1 community is going to be his base. Um, I don't know how much support he's going to get around the world, but I think even in this particular space, he can do quite well and get a lot of respect and get a lot of support. And so um, uh, so the door's wide open for him to come on anytime he wants. So take care, guys. Have a good day. Love you. I'll see you soon. Peace.